This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. Hello, Karen. How are you? Chris, I'm good. How are you? I haven't. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a very long time. Yeah, I, I feel that way every time I see you. Or anyone, really. Or anyone in the world, actually. Yeah, I'm That's good. That's why you podcast. I went, I went golfing with your, your, my favorite murder tour manager, Vince, the other day. Oh, he's, he's good company, right? He is good company. Yeah. He brought his He's friend who is professionally good and we were all humbled. Uh but yeah. Which was, is the point the point of golf. Oh right? yeah, to make yourself feel bad. But be outdoors yeah. while you do it. So it's uh feels healthy. Love it. My favorite um that it's hard to glean silver linings from the way we do the podcast now, but one of the cool <laughs> things is that we're able to have comics from New York City and other cities. That's right. You know, it just hit me one day. We didn't used to be able to do that. I know. Now we can. Yeah. It's, uh, this is a, a rare New York booking. Very rare. <laughs> and, um, you know, she's beloved at clubs and colleges all over the country. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Janelle James. Woo! Thanks for picking me up at JFK, you guys. Oh, of course. <laughs> this is crazy, the dedication. I sorry. mean, wow. <laughs> sorry yeah, about we the, flew out. the groceries in the backseat. You can, you can just make <laughs> They were like, hey, are you fully vaxxed? Because we're coming to get you. Come and on. And I was like, I'm, I'm there. Did, so. you get, you f- did you get your shot? I have one. I'm half zombie. Yeah. 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 And it's so funny because... It's not funny, but I had to reschedule my second one. And these people have so much power now. Like you could tell it was like broads who used to work in HR. And now they're like (laughs) head of the vaccine dole out shit. And they're just like, what do you mean you need to reschedule? I'm like, look, can I have it or not? Like it was just (laughs) she asked me so much. And I was like, I'm being responsible because a lot of people, they say, aren't showing up for the second one. They're just not even showing up. I'm like, here I am. Trying to trying to cancel, first of all, so you guys don't waste one yeah. and then get my second date. And she right. was so mean to me. It was crazy. Wow. I was like, all right, Susan. She, but she, anyway. <laughs> she let you do it, though, at the end? Yes, at the end. I mean, and come yeah. on. Exactly. Like, what is it's all like, of this? You wouldn't ask if you did Your job. It. She's specifically the second vaccine rescheduled person. Your job wouldn't exist if I if people weren't running into these problems. So why are you I know anyway, this is it's it. a necessity. <laughs> Don't punish me for the necessity. It was of, crazy. Yeah. She's like, why I had to do it for I had to go to work. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know if you've heard, but the government haven't been giving us money and a lot of people ain't been working. And so yeah. I got a job. So I had to go. I am so sorry. I took the first one. I'm off by a week. Can I have enough? And she was, oh, anyway, here I am. Yes. Also, like, it's not going to become a habit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just help me out. Help me out. It's not. This is at one the point I was, like, I was like, do you want me to die? <laughs> I, got all, I got all dramatic. Just go, go to the place. Yes. It's absolutely. like she's decides it, her, her aura was like, I decide who gets a second vaccine. But that's not yeah. really true. Her job is to give me one. 
Power tripping. Anyway. Power tripping at the Javits Center or wherever you got it. Yes. <laughs> Did you get jabbed at Javits? <laughs> no, I got uh, at a college. It oh. was very efficient. It was very, I don't know. I mean, I heard the same in, in, uh, in LA, but it was very in and out. I went in and it had a long line and I text my, my friend who was, uh, you know, he, he was in the car and I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a minute. You might as well park. And I was in and out of there. So yeah, me too. I was at the front of the line and I, my people were so nice. I almost exchanged numbers with them. Yeah. (laughs) I had like the best time. I forgot the whole, uh, sleeveless thing. They're like, wear a jacket and then the sleeves. And I forgot that whole thing. And I had a hoodie on with just my bra on underneath. (laughs) So that was, Oh no. What the hell? Did you have to pull it? What did you do? Around and up. No, I said, look, just calm down. It's what it, is. <laughs> it is what it is. And so I think, you know, you were comedians. First of all, I haven't performed in so long. I'm in there cracking jokes the whole time. So I already had them. <laughs> and then I was like, I started to zip it. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, hey, man, I don't have no shirt on. It's not a bit. But and it was a woman and a, and a guy. And she kind of, which women do, I'm sure you remember from doing shows, uh, Karen. They, she got kind of like stiff with you know mm-hmm. and she and you know i don't know if they asked in, in california but they weren't really asking people how they qualified here they no, no right so she hadn't asked at this point and, and then she kind of was like and why did you qualify today and <laughs> yeah with this mm-hmm. i was like look it's just titties i don't care do y'all care <laughs> i do have a bra on <laughs> it's not even sexy it's like a, a, a it's from walgreens like get out of you know like one of those two-pack things but anyway so he was dying also, laughing but she was very upset that she had to see the top of my boobs but that is very um suddenly asking you what your qualifications yes. are like now she's gonna be the one that exactly look people are tripping guys, guys. <laughs> calm down just the tiniest bit of power going right to your head they, they always ask <laughs> why you're there but they can't they can't ask any questions about your story apparently that's a law here. after the facts yeah yeah well i was listening like i was right next to the booth that ever and they weren't asking anyone so i just thought no. it was and she didn't ask until until I was like, hey, I don't have a shirt on. <laughs> Maybe she was like, wait, is this a homeless lady or something? But homeless like, people well, should also get vaccinated. Yeah. Homeless That's people right. should also get. So whatever. No judgments. It reminds me of when I used to breastfeed. The same thing. It will always be women like, um, there are men out here. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm feeding. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's pretty necessary. When I went, it was at the Walgreens by my house and somebody else had told me Walgreens has opened up. And so I just refreshed on the website a couple of times and got an appointment. I was like, oh, my God, no one asked me anything about qualifications, anything anything at all. And then I tried to have a moment with the pharmacist who who gave me the shot. But he was because I was like, have you seen people cry? Does anybody hug you? And then he was just like, no. He's very, he's like, next, you know, I mean, I appreciate that too, but I I definitely went in there with clown energy. So Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. And if if they give me a fishing, I'll give you a fishing, but he was very nice. And then we were talking and then she come freaking heckler anyway. (laughs) Please put your bra away, ma'am. Please. I can't believe you wore your bra to to college. And this is three weeks ago. This isn't even like cut the line a time. You know what I mean? I waited right. my turn. You know? Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that I had an autoimmune thing. I forgot about it. And I called my doctor and he said, yeah, you you had arthritis because you were sick. And but so all like of a sudden best. I realized just because I have a bad memory yeah. that I have an <laughs> autoimmune thing. But when yeah, I... That seems like the best version of an autoimmune thing. The one that you can forget about. <laughs> Yeah, not an issue in the day to day. It just, but it comes in handy when their shots get doled out. Whatever. The goal is for everybody to get shots. So, yeah, they they just seemed happy that everyone was there. I think we're to that point, hopefully. Yeah. My friend made a really good point. Um, Who was it? I should give them credit, but now I can't remember. But they just said everybody has a pre existing condition now because everybody has. anxiety and like uh <laughs> what was it um the one that's like related to your heart shit it was an actual technical term mm. it was like um uh oh shit i can't remember hypertension? but anyway uh, yes hypertension yeah. exactly it's like yeah. who cannot 
who could argue with you if you say, oh, yeah, I just lived through a year of quarantine Hello. and a pandemic no, but and a know, coup. I do, I do understand when they were trying to get people in the nursing homes first and, yeah, and yeah. all of those. Things. Although the one time I did feel like a piece of shit during this was when they said I saw on the news, they're like, 101 gets vaccinated. I was like, where's she going? <laughs> 101. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I mean, sure. I mean, I guess people want to see her. I just was just like, anyway. <laughs> she immediately steps on a huge boat and she's like, I'm freedom! You know. <laughs> yes. My vacation life begins at 101. They could barely find a vein on her. And she was just like, what is happening? I've been through eight plagues already. This is crazy. <laughs> is this more or less bad than World War One? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the only one here that knows. And yeah, I, you actually were there for it. Then wow. I felt all, I spent all night feeling bad about having that thought, but whatever. Um, Janelle, have you been doing like online comedy shows or like those like game kind of game show things no. people have been doing? And you know, to my credit, I wasn't doing those things beforehand either. Like when people, I never right. did. To my credit. <laughs> this is a new behavior for me. I would never do podcasts and, and anything really, even pre-quarantine. It's very hard to catch me on these things. And you know, when they would have the live shows where they're like, it's like you said, it's a game show. You you know, they're like, come do my show. You think it's comedy, and now you gotta do jingles or draw and all this shit. Yeah. I would oh, never yeah. <laughs> I'm doing one tomorrow. I have to write. All I don't these like jokes. It. There was three tech rehearsals. Uh, what? Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, I have to check in early tomorrow. It it swallowed my whole week, but no maybe thanks. it'll be fun. I don't. Maybe now quarantine, maybe. But I, I just I can't because <laughs> first of all, this happened beforehand, and it happens even now when you're not doing anything. You say yes like a month ago. You're like yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it comes up. You're like what? <laughs> <laughs> It's a shock every time. Every time I go, what was I fucking thinking? Exactly. Like, it's and such get, a fantasy. Yeah. I get no. so furious. Like, I know I don't want to do that. Why did I say that? Yeah. Mine was it's just, nice to be asked. You're just kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Yes, Thanks. exactly. But no, yeah. I know mine but was no. worded and so well that I just thought they were asking me to be on a TV show. Like, I was like, well, sure, uh, that sounds exciting. It was no, just, it's uh, for it was written a couple well. people yeah. in the in the green, the virtual green room. Yeah. So, no, I haven't really been doing I tried. Um, I did one drive in. That was how was that? So awful. I could not. And then it made me feel like it, like I was losing my mind because some of the comics was like, that was great. I was like, what are you what is happening? <laughs> like the fact that people are blowing a horn at you as applause is not cool. Yeah. Like, no, I thought it would be worse. I, I did one. Where'd you do that? Was it in Irvine? It's or in New it? Jersey, first of all. Sure. So those horns had an attitude. <laughs> I felt yeah. Those like horns had an attitude. I was worried about people laying on the horn. But my my audience was like, beep, beep, beep. Like they were doing little bursts of honking i thought they were very polite and well this it depends it was on the cold the light was blaring it was just like it felt like i was in a high-speed chase and the choppers and, yeah, yeah. and just <laughs> sounds i couldn't hear myself the horns and at that point i hadn't done stand-up in three months i guess and it was just i just and I, I, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with me because it's, it's the same way, reason I don't do many of the game show stuff. Some people's acts lend themselves to those type of shows better than mine. So, of course, some of the comics were, who are more energetic and are like, make noise and all of that stuff <laughs> had a great time. And I I, I wanted to die. So <laughs> yeah, if you tell stories and, and everyone's exactly. it, it's hard to like maintain or even notice that you're maintaining their attention long enough. To, Am I doing well? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So know. well, that's why awesome. I like the honks, because it was something I had been doing all those yeah. Zoom shows and it's utter silence. So compared yeah. to that. Yeah. Honk. Make traffic noise. Yeah. At least and I've done like something. maybe two, maybe two Zoom shows. One that was. I did uh, Lori Kilmartin and uh, Jackie, Jackie Cash, Cash. and it was fine, but I have not done stand-up. And so I was talking, to, I felt like I was talking and talking, and I was like, so how much time? And they were like, three minutes. And I was like, what? 
It's hard. Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's a weird other dimension. I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day, and they were just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I call it the Zoom recoil because we have to be on Zoom meetings throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And every time I go to log off, I hate myself to a new low <laughs> just because of, like, conversational shit I tried to throw in kind of awkwardly and badly they didn't hit. like i go to click off and then i'm just like I want to die. Oh like, and then i'm just gosh. like what is that it's like the only interaction we get it's exhausting we're it's so fucking exhausting and it's yeah. so like we all want to make sure everyone's okay or like that yeah. we're okay or whatever yeah. the fuck it's always like yeah. way up here yeah but i will tell you i've started taking doing college shows oh. on zoom which are equally awful, but they pay so much it, it makes you okay. You know? Oh yeah. So I'll take college is the there's and what do you care what they think? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they're <laughs> teens. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear them know. or do you just go through your? So as part, so the first one I did, I could not, and now as part of my contract, it's like contractually uh, obligated to have at least fifteen people on screen while I'm talking because yeah. it's like, what is happening? You know what I mean? Baseline. I, it makes you feel like they're making fun of me. If you don't see anybody, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm just talking and they're just like, <laughs> but not laughing with, you know, at my jokes, like laughing at me. That's what it feels like if you don't see them. Yeah. So now they have to have 15 people at least on, that I can see and yeah. hear. And it's made and it a little better. They have to be going like this the whole time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> really I need something. laughing gesture. Yes. I need something. And I also <laughs> need to be paid before my before I close my laptop. Well, so they're proud. Totally. <laughs> I bet they're loving Best it because that's how they're going to school right now too. Like, yeah, this is the yes. most exciting class no, ever. I, <laughs> I always used to be very nervous to do uh, college shows because I feel like my material. I ain't talking about young shit. I'm like, y'all don't have a mortgage or fucking you <laughs> know, you know, babies and stuff. But they're so appreciative. So sometimes it's it's cool. I feel like the girls they still don't no female comics and they're just like wow you know yeah. so i don't mind and again yeah. that, again that budget you know yeah it's when i first <laughs> found out how much that's something one of the first things i learned because my friend had started to do um colleges when i was like maybe in my third year of stand-up and then i was just like that's where i'm headed because yeah. it was it to me so much money it seemed like five million dollars yeah oh, it was so much money Def. comparatively yeah it was great to, to like doing club shows hell yeah 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 <laughs> or, or working at the fucking gap which yeah. is what i was doing yeah. where i'm like yes that's yeah. a huge promotion i yeah. won't however do i've said no to these cruise ship things i just don't want to do that for some reason I don't think I'm I'm not clean enough for that for that. That's but, part I mean, of it. I'll, yeah. I don't yeah. want to be that clean. <laughs> I'll do anything once, but that seems no. And it, yeah. the thing with cruise is you finish a show, now you gotta run into these motherfuckers for the for four more days. Oh, like yeah. you live with them. Come yeah. have a drink. You know, it's those people that are on cruise. Come over here, but oh, you're that you're that person. You know, yeah. no thanks. There's nowhere no thanks. to hide. You have to like, hide <laughs> under a piano in a karaoke bar or something. You no. Should, you're gonna hey, run into yeah. everyone again. Yeah. Every person. Yeah. yeah. They'll tell you exactly what they thought of your material. Exactly. Too, and give you some hints. Exactly. I'm so glad I ran into you. You know what I was thinking last night after I saw your. <laughs> you can have this. Been, you can have yeah, this. Oh, great. God. Yeah, oh yeah. I had some ideas as I was looking out at the sea about your act. Oh, God. Have you been writing on Black Monday during this time? I have. This I have. time. I call it this time. During this serious time of our lives. This societal uh, setback. I don't yeah, like the word was, pandemic anymore. I was working on. Central Park, when it first, we had just started Central Park when this first hit, finished that up. And then, yeah, I went back to Black Monday and that's been great. And um, yeah, I just finished Black Monday uh, two weeks ago. Well, I don't even, it, that's a whole other thing. I don't know if I'm finished. I had to leave because I booked my first pilot, which yeah. was exciting. Oh, that's terrific. Wait, right. Writing or acting? Acting. Amazing. Yeah. So that's why I had to miss my second shot because I had to fly uh, away. And so uh, I kind of jumped out of Black Monday, but now I don't know if I'm going back or I don't know. That's a whole thing. But yes, I'm, I've been writing on that show. <laughs> it was the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it, made me think, it, it made me think about it like, oh, I should text somebody to figure out if I'm still employed. <laughs> you should get a schedule. Yeah, get a I just came back from L.A. this morning. 
Did you know so, anything about the stock market before that show, or are you learning about it? As you- I still don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, me None either. of us do. It's None a of us do. It, see, nobody's watching Black Monday to get stock tips. Like, <laughs> that's what makes the show so fun. It, like, we just make that shit up. Yeah. And it's even, always like even nerds. Watching it, when they're all yelling and holding pieces of paper, it's just like, oh, yeah, you just learned that from trading places. Yeah, like yeah. No one knows really. Yeah. Even the actors. And it's always like, like yeah. nerds on Reddit. Like, actually, if you blah blah blah, and it's oh, like no. whatever. Like, we try to blow past that stuff because we're b- bored as writers. And I remember one time we had somebody call call the like who actually knows about it, and they, they were supposed to talk to us. And it was like three minutes, and we were like, never mind. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Where? And I just make stuff. I'm like two on the dial. <laughs> breaking it well i just you know i just write anything and they let us do it so that's oh, why that's that job great. is so great <laughs> that's hilarious yeah there's, yeah it's tv it's entertainment yeah most people don't know that stuff you're it's one percent of the population that would doubt any of the technical they, they don't watch tv they're on a yacht you know yeah yeah <laughs> they're, they're eating doing, a supermodel's ass or whatever yeah, they yeah do. they're a, doing blow in a lamborghini <laughs> of course <laughs> can you talk about the pilot yeah, it's um a girl. Her name is Quinta Brunson. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. she was like a, a I'm going to date myself. It was either Vine or YouTube. One of these Internet things. She was she mm-hmm. like broke from that. And she's a stand up as well. And um, I'm a principal. I knew Ooh. you'd be the best. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so well, that's good. That's good casting. I should have um, said it. I'm the principal it. who is very inept. And I don't know what I'm doing and they don't know how I got the job. I got the job through nefarious means and basically (laughs) they're trying to get rid of me. But what I really liked about it is my character, even though she did get her job nefarious, that she's very like, uh, what's the word? Cheerfully inept. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they're like, you don't know what you're doing. And she's like, what? Like she just doesn't even, she's like, here's some pencils or whatever you know what I mean it's just so I've just never played first of all a cheerful character I've never (laughs) I always get tough cop who's blah 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 you know whatever and so and like you know just kind of an idiot I've never played like a simple person so it was just and it it was just interesting that's why I I auditioned that's why I auditioned I was just like oh this would be good and against type and what uh, against at least against type of what people think I am because I always get very serious like auditions and stuff but that's based on my stand-up and i I get it but yeah anyway well that also it's almost like a double victory because you got the part which i think that in and of itself deserves more celebration even if the thing never goes oh no i'm whatever happens yeah yeah. get actually auditioning when hundreds of people auditioned for that same part yeah you fucking it yeah it's amazing and then the fact that you were playing against type yeah and you got picked is like two gold medals yeah. thank you thank you so yeah. much yeah it's exciting like i said i just got back this morning so i'm still like oh you know but <laughs> uh i had just i had i'm gonna make all the actors hate me now but it's the only thing i've auditioned for all year <laughs> and i got it <laughs> oh that's great and, and also it. i had just had um hernia surgery like a couple days before so i got i did my i did my first audition pre-surgery then I had surgery so I had to do my I had to do three more callbacks like like live zoom auditions for like execs and stuff like that because this is like an ABC policy it's just like all these levels of people it has to go through yeah and I was so high on oxy like it was (laughs) (laughs) that's where you got the cheeriness man I guess Cause they were like, we know you just had surgery. Are you okay? I was like, I am on the finest opioids. <laughs> like I just trained straight up. So I was like, let's do this. Like, that is, and that is the key to acting right there. Yeah. You're just giving away the secret. <laughs> Man, I was fucked up and I got it. So, Hey, you just become hey. addicted. No, hey. I'm, I'm trying to stay in character all season. <laughs> becomes an yeah, opioid a, crisis oh man so af- have you had guys ever taken that had to take those never i was to. so afraid of it i didn't even finish it but now i got it for some good times later on i got like this a, a so bunch good. of extras and Ugh. uh and um is but that i was very like i i got my hip replaced and they gave me something but it was i was itchy all the time like your body oh, no i felt great otherwise but do you know you no, I rem- <laughs> no, I remember it was great. And 
Uh, I remember one time I got like uh, dental surgery and I had, um, was it, is it Vicodin? That's the lower, that's mm-hmm. the lower opioid. Yep. And I was telling my boyfriend at, at the time, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. He was like, well, let me have one. And I was like, no. And we ended up like tussling on the floor. <laughs> and I was just like, look at us. This is how people become addicts. Like I was ready to murder him for, and anyway, we ended up splitting it. But anyway, the point is. That's so great. <laughs> That's truth love. Yeah. Anytime I do drugs, I'm like, hey, I get it. Yeah, it's I terrific. totally get it. So <laughs> really... and, and that's why I had to, I said, I'm gonna switch to Tylenol. Like as soon as I could yeah. the pain wasn't excessive, I was like, I could I could totally see myself getting addicted to something. Totally. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, also it's the perfect excuse, like that, you know, because you it's like it's what you're supposed to do and you're free to do it, but then yeah. you're also really enjoying it. Exactly. So that's when you know you're just like, all right, well, this is the this is basically where people there's yeah. a left or a right turn. Yeah. And you make yeah. it you're like, yeah. this is how I'm gonna live for the rest of my life. Like two days later, my doctor called to check in and I was like, This is amazing. Like I just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta put these things down. I gotta put these down. So anyway, <laughs> it's good to know they're there when you need them. They're- Point is, Principal Janelle coming to a TV near you. <laughs> totally sober. Totally sober. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's so good. I took um Vicodin when I had because I've had like I had impacted wisdom teeth. Yeah. All this yeah. Tooth shit. Um, and I really wanted to be like, yeah, this is what everyone's talking about. And. It and didn't. Every time I took Vicodin, like two hours into it, I would just start puking. Oh, no. I'm one of those people with it. So I would have that thing where like then they have to get they would decide if they were going to give you something stronger or like base. But it'd always be Tylenol 1800. Oh, that sucks. I know. I know. That's like those people that smoke weed and they're like, I don't feel anything. I feel so bad for y'all. I, Damn. It's so sad. So few joys in life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I used to be that person. And then suddenly it made me crippled with anxiety. So what weed? Yeah. Weed yeah. does. Oh, no. I'm OK it, with it now. I they, I think weed is it's better. It's so strong. It, it, it's very strong. You have it, to watch those yeah, percentages. It's so I strong. And if you say, do a little bit, it's all of it's great now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would also not to encourage you, but you, you're in LA. I mean, yes. Yeah. Hit up your local weed Somali. Oh, I have weed in my house. I've just been ignoring it. You go up and you're like, hey. Sometimes I get anxiety. They're like, dude, let me introduce you to this shit. You know what I mean? I love those yeah. guys. They yeah, I got to figure out what works for me. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, this stuff works. Let me write it down. But I'm high yeah. and I forget. Yeah. And then you forget yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm always calling my friends. What was that shit? Remember when we were on the mountain and then, you know. Yeah. And then they <laughs> just say that? hybrid and it's like, well, thanks. That's very They're helpful. Like, it, it, it tasted lemony. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember. <laughs> a champ- maybe it was a champagne strand. Yeah. There's always one where you're like, this is it. This is yes. it. It's like, you don't think that had anything to do with your personal life, what you were going through, stress, no stress. Yeah. Like, this like, is no, it, it was the champagne. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was making it happen for me. Other than work, what have you been doing the past the time? What makes you oh, happy? I mean, are you still doing? Are you still doing your podcast? You and oh, Ginger I Bird? forgot about my podcast because yeah. I've been on hiatus. Okay, <laughs> yes, I am. Let me first say to both of you and and and, and mostly you, Karen. Like, I mean, I knew previously because I've tried to start podcasts before, but it's a lot of work, and I really hope that people. <laughs> I think maybe during quarantine, people have figured that out. The like casual listener has figured out how much yeah. work a podcast is. Yeah. Really but um, so, yes, I am still doing it, but I could not do it with everything else. I was doing it when I was writing, but I couldn't travel, write, act, do all this. You know what I mean? No. I had my family. Da, 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 da. So I've uh, taken a break. So um, I took a break right before because I knew I was going to have surgery and also um uh, I wanted to audition. Like I read this pilot and I was like, it's so funny. I have to try. So I, I was like, I'm, I'm going to not do anything and really figure out how to do this character. And so it's been about three weeks and people are hounding me, which I know it's a good thing, but, <laughs> but, I'm, all, funny? Yeah. Yeah. but I'm also like, give chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, can, you can take time off. It's yeah. just, especially for that, yeah. especially for getting a great job or, yeah. you know, that's the yeah. kind of thing that's yeah. like, then you're going to come back and have even more to talk about. But. but if you're listening, it's you and danger girl. There's like 
Uh, I don't even know how many episodes, like 18 or so episodes. You can go listen to the back catalog. I'm really happy with it. It did really well, like pretty quickly. And, and it was fun. It was a good, especially before, like I had a break between my two writing jobs and it was like just the thing I was doing. It was so yeah. fun. But then I realized also I did the thing that I hate and I gave myself a homework show. I got to watch a whole yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. I got to take no. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what, what is your podcast? It, it's a famous so, quote from Whoopi Goldberg and go. Yes. I know that. It's called Human Danger Girl. <laughs> yes. Based on Whoopi. Yeah. And oh, I've been waiting for a ghost podcast. We people send in letters about red flags that they've either ignored or experienced in relationships. And I read them. Me and a guest, we read them. We talk about the letter. I try to make I don't we are making fun of people, but I try not to make it mean or anything like that. And then I talk about all the dumb shit I've done. And then we then review an erotic thriller of the week. So, oh, wow. We've so done that the classics. is like two podcasts at once. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I've gotten smarter and done it. Now we do biweekly where one show is just letters. No. So I don't have to watch a movie every week, yeah. Um, which sounds like nothing, but it really, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's tons it's, of production. Yeah. And it I is. was like, oh, I love erotic thrillers. Now I'm like, what the fuck was I? <laughs> 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 and what I figured out. I love I I know I liked erotic thrillers because I used to watch them like in my, you know, when I in my 20s and stuff. I like the sex scenes. That's really what it is. <laughs> and while now I'm watching them now, I'm like, this movie is stupid. Like, why did I think I like this? But so but that becomes part of the podcast. So like recently we right. did Cruel Intentions. Pe- Cruel yeah. Intentions is horrible. Yeah. It's insane. I used to think I love that yeah. movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so to watch it as an adult adult is has been a you know, watch all those movies as an adult has been interesting. Yeah, when I yeah. think of erotic thrillers, I do just think of movies from the 90s. Yeah. It mostly do you end up watching? I mean, there's current ones. There are current. They're still churning them out. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> but we have done the basic instincts, sure. the cruel intentions, fear with Reese Witherspoon was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, The boy next door. Uh, What's the, uh, what's the one with uh the Princess Bride guy? <laughs> Basically, Carrie Elwes. Oh, yeah. And uh, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, yeah. I forget which, the crush or whatever. I yeah. confuse yes. that with Fear. Does Fear have Marky Mark in it? For Fear is Marky Mark. Okay. And yeah, yeah, that one is. And, but it, the difference is Fear is Marky Mark and she's the femme fatale right, in, right. Her, in, in, in that one. And what I've realized is a lot of those movies, mostly written by men, are just men getting their gross yeah. kinks off totally. in movie yeah. form. It's a lot of like male gaze at prepubescent girls and nineties and a lot of, she made me do it, you know, kind of (laughs) storylines. And I'm just like, wow. So now there's political commentary in the movie. I'm always like, let's look up who wrote this. Like, what is going on with you? (laughs) Robert Glassman. Like, why would you write this? (laughs) Are you listening, Glassman? (laughs) Glassman, call to the mat. Now, are people writing in and suggesting movies to you? Yes, yes. I don't listen to them, but yes, they are. I mean, I have a whole list. I let the, I try to let the guests pick because they, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm not, first, I ain't paying them. So <laughs> at least let you watch a movie that you would like to, to yeah, see. But, you know, it's just like anything. People think they're the first person to, to suggest something. You know, everybody's like, basic instinct. Like, yeah, you think yeah. I don't know? Anyway, so yeah. I have a whole list and I give it to the guests and then they pick. But can I do somehow, a suggestion? Yeah, sure. Um, You know that. I think it's Sharon Stone and Billy Baldwin movie Sliver. Sliver. Or Sliver. 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 It's Sliver yeah, or Sliver. Silver. Yes, it's and I'm, it's been the on the list since the beginning. I'm surprised someone hasn't chosen it yet, but it will get around to it, I'm sure. Yeah, It's just, there is that, um, it's so 90s because it's like, she lives in a fancy high-rise, like an yes. advanced, uh, futuristic high-rise yes. building. That alone, I'm obsessed with a genre of like, the building is one of the stars of the movie yeah. is hilarious to yes. me. And then it's the idea that there's <laughs> there's hidden cameras everywhere. So it's like super dirty voyeur there's a that's why um, a lot of kinks there's a book series i used to also read erotic thrillers maybe that's a and so it's called it's the called the in death series and i really think sliver stole a lot from that thing it's like a female she's a, a female detective and she's married to like a billion the nice billionaire 
the hot billionaire that doesn't exist. First of all, like <laughs> nice billionaire, men, nice or hot. Like men only work that hard to become a billionaire because they're ugly. Like nobody's. <laughs> <laughs> like hot dudes don't have to work that hard. You could just settle. You could chill at a million. That's and, right. um, have a great time. <laughs> and, 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 exactly. A million. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this guy is just the hottest million. And they live in a tower like that. He tech, yeah. He's a tech bro. And, and these books were written in the early 90s. So I think that movie borrowed mm. a, for a lot from that female authored book series. Yeah. And right. It's a man. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's a man None of these movies are written by women. It's just uh, kind of hilarious to me. Yeah. That should be a new, <clears throat> a new genre. Also, sorry to go back to my building movie. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you remember the story? There were stories where in the, I can't remember if it was the late 90s or early 2000s, there were those buildings that they built super fast in Brooklyn or like over there that were, they were falling down from the inside. Like they were, they had built those high rises to like make the money off the real estate. Maybe Williamsburg. Yeah. And they were like. Collapsing. Yes. I wanted to write like an action movie about living in this building as like a Williamsburg hipster that like is walking home from from Whole Foods and has like their groceries and then goes into their building and the building just basically it's a Titanic movie, but a building. Okay. (laughs) I guess I'm pitching this to you now. I'm like, ship it. No, (laughs) a dramatic version of Money Pit. Yes, exactly. Well, because it. But where will they have sex? <laughs> there's gotta yes, be exactly. sex. There's gotta be sex. <laughs> gotta have sex. The minute there's a it, lot of yeah. There's a lot of thrillers. That's the other thing why I don't really take suggestions because people will suggest thrillers such as a uh, Hand that Rocks the Cradle and things like that. But those aren't erotic thrillers. You know what I mean? It has to have right. a sex scene. Some so, the best erotic thrillers are relationship seems ideal. A new person comes by, somebody fucks up, and now they have to deal with like a crazy person. Those are the like <laughs> that's the blueprint, you know, and yep. those are the best. Uh, well, maybe a bunch. Of so just tenets. figure out what floor yeah. does it collapse that you can have sex on, and and, and rework my, that. They this will be for my building falling down podcast. Yeah. So you can do it, it won't it won't overlap on yours. No, a no, bunch no of I'm tenets. saying and then, and then pitch it back to me. I'm open yeah. to hearing it. <laughs> They open to the idea. Yeah, it's a bunch of the tenants <laughs> fall to the basement and they meet. Oh, in the a rubble basement. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's an orgy. Their oh. blouses are, to- are torn off. <laughs> Erotic. Yeah. <laughs> the blousy woman's there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking off into the distance because I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the billboard. In your mind's eye, you can see this whole concept. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, y'all check it out. It was it's it's it was fun and has been fun, and I hope to get back to it. It's it's also hard for 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 me to take a break from something and then go back to it. I'm a very like next type of yeah. person, but I think I think I will. Are Enough you anxious love. or nervous to? Because you were opening for Chris Rock like a mm-hmm. year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are you anxious to get back to that, or does it make you nervous to think about being in front of those crowds again? I mean, I was nervous then. You yeah. know, I'm always nervous, and I am. I am excited for when it really feels safe. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Right now, I'm just still nervous about Corona. Even vaccine, yeah. not. I'm still just not only worried for myself, but everyone else. And yeah, and c- comedians are so needy. I know they don't. Uh, they don't follow rules. Every picture, everybody's hugged, faces pressed yeah. together. I got to I'm going to have to be the bitch just like don't touch me. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and the so audience not, that's going to show up too is people that Yeah, just like please. Yeah. I just I'm laughing even harder because I'm just so happy to be outside. I'm, I'm also gonna drunk spray and you. I can't Yes. <laughs> I love to spit. I love spitting. Yeah. There was already those like I want to hug you blondes that would always be around. Yeah, They're going to yeah, be yeah. even more great. They're not even going to ask now. They're just going to do it. <laughs> and so I I'm I think I'm gonna go back probably after I get vaxxed. The cellar here in New York is open. I might do I'm gonna pop in and just see how it is, but I'm not like anxious to get back. Seeing other people being so gun ho about it kind of makes you feel like, oh man. Yeah. But I'm really trying to fight that and realize that if I am afraid, 
it's not going to lend itself to my act at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. The same reason yeah. I stopped being anxious about Zoom shows because I was like, oh, maybe everyone's getting better than me. And da, da, da. and then I'm like, nobody's building material on Zoom. Nobody. Like, <laughs> it's a clean slate. It. That's yeah. been the comforting thing this whole time is yeah. knowing that everyone at all levels of success are starting from a clean Star- slate. Starting from scratch. Yes, I, exactly. Yeah, to me, that's so. exciting. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. When it's open <laughs> and we really are like joyful and, and back out there, then sure. Sure, I miss stand up a lot, but it's not my like lifeblood. I think that shit is loser shit when people act like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now you're a road comic, and you've been missing. I know I'm lucky in that I was able to pivot to writing and had an income. You're a road comic, and you've lost your mind. I totally get it. But those people are just like, man, I gotta get on stage. Like, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. For the feeling. nobody's clamoring. That's why stand up is good. Like you could just disappear and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, it took yeah. me a while to realize stand up. Stand up was like one of my main sources of income. So after a few months, I'm like, oh, I need to. That's why. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And I know. I remember the first people I thought about when we went on lockdown were the people who had made posts. And I remember exactly who they were. Like at the top of the year, that's like, this is the year I'm going to quit my full time job. Yeah. And do full for I was like, fuck, like, I can't imagine how that was. But yeah. the people who are OK, the rich fucking comedians who did stand up all through the pandemic, like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Like, it's yeah, so yeah. egomaniacal and loser shit to me. It's loser. Like, get a life, get a love, get a family, get a hobby. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Also, get, get some priorities. Because <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah that pretending that it's going to be fine when you yeah. don't know. Yeah. And you're kind of like, but what if one person gets it and dies? Like, because of your fucking yuck, yuck, yuck jokes. Yeah. What are you talking like, about? Uh, your, your worst My yuck, observations yuck, yuck. about pizza delivery have what? to be heard by the public. It's like, crazy. No. But what I have, because I was like very emotional most of this quarantine, just like, it's people I'm like, I'm never going to talk to them again. And I'm trying to like <laughs> calm down now. Like, it's there's definitely people I'm not going to talk to again because I was like, oh, you really just don't give a fuck about anybody. And I don't know if I want to be friends with you. Yeah, anymore. revealed a lot. Yeah. People. Yeah. But I w- have been reading about, you know, just about how people cope with stuff. And that is a coping mechanism in that. I just don't believe it. I just it's not as bad. Like, and that's how they deal with the stress. So I'm trying to yeah. give people that grace. Like, oh, maybe that's what's going on with you. Yeah. But nah. uh, yeah, what I realized, is, <laughs> I don't like tough. I don't like it's anyone tough. with that coping mechanism. I just yeah. figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's very hard. It's a very selfish coping mechanism. Yeah. Usually I find coping mechanisms are more about debilitating myself so when yeah. somebody has a coping mechanism that also is very self-serving yeah. i hate them twice as much yeah because it's like my coping mechanisms are usually like i'm gonna stay home i mean you're the only one that gets harmed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And repeatedly <laughs> yeah repeatedly yeah Bullshit. yeah so it's 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 been hard times yeah i really that. relate to self-defeating people yeah that's that's my <laughs> that's my whole bag well, also this, the end, I've said this to several people in the last week or two, because it feels like it's over and it is not it's over. Not, so yeah. we're now all about to go into the cabin fever yeah. part, part that I'm not looking forward to. And I'm already feeling myself and people around me going a little crazy. Yeah. But everyone's kind of going like, we still aren't around each other. So you literally have to check it and be like, hey, um, I'm livid with you about blah, blah, blah. And then the person has to either go like, I'm really sorry, or I don't know what you're talking about or something. But like, we're still not on the all same way same blank. reality yeah. and i mean i am fucked up because i just came from shooting a thing where we had masks off talking to each other i was feeling breaths on my face oh, and wow. all of that so it was and i have really been quarantining strictly for a year i wasn't going nowhere yeah. so yeah that was like Ooh, but also like euphoric so it was yeah. like a, a really you know, and even all now, like I said, I just got back this morning. I'm like, is Corona in me? I don't know. But, you know, but you know, it's. uh. But you probably got tested all the time. All right? the time. But again, it's great. I mean, it was great. And it was also um, not to big up a corporation, but Warner Brothers. <laughs> very strict. Like some studios aren't all, they aren't all doing it the same. And Warner, Warner Brothers was like, hey, hey, test. You know, like they were really strict on it. And um, uh really hammering in the testing is not 
uh, precaution. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. you get it after the fact. You know, we yeah. find out after the fact. It's not a preventative uh, thing, which I think people were also doing a little bit. Like I get tested once a week. Yeah. What do you mean? You know that type of shit. But so it was the safest possibility. It was the safest environment to be in, but also nothing is 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, All, ever. Getting a negative yeah. test yeah. just means, oh, I didn't get this two weeks ago. Yes, you never know. Right. What exactly. <laughs> yeah, like incubating in your body. Yes. That's so why you get it in two weeks. It's it's. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that reality. So we've been living in that reality for the past over a year. Yeah. Of anything could happen at any time. Yeah. I could be entirely safe. I could be in my house, blah, blah, blah. And then I go to the gas station. That and get is it. so yeah. much stress. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking nuts. And it's gonna, and we are in a country that deals with stress in any real way. Um, and we, and I don't think we are, we're going to gloss over it. Shit is going to open. It's going to be go right back. We forget shit very quickly. And no, we haven't even mourned the fucking half a million people that is, have died. Really? It's really, it's fucked up, man. This is like, we in like a dystopian novel right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like a recipe for like alcoholism, yeah. drug abuse, all, all those, those things, things where it's like, yeah. we gonna, we're all going to want to go out into the world and yeah. then obliterate our yeah. memories, yeah. basically. Together. Well, I was saying like, and I, it was proven doing this, doing this shoot, like, I feel like once bars, if I start going to bars and stuff, I won't even need drinks. Just conversation is like, my mind is like, holy shit. My brain yes. is like, whoa, you know what I mean? <laughs> Talking to people, you know, so uh, it's I'm true. hoping uh, that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. Like, uh, and recognizing and, uh, and hopefully that. a resurgence of the arts. Hopefully people yeah. start appreciating us a little more. And yeah. I don't know. Those are all positive things, though, that keep me going. The fact I feel that way after a small conversation from a distance, feeling like a party. Yeah. I'm like, oh, life is good. Let's keep living. (laughs) Getting a fucking stranger again. That'd be awesome. Oh, God. (laughs) Tell me about it. Please. Mm, Tell me. Some rando. Just Just, a rando from somewhere. Just making out. Just out here. Yeah, yeah. Put put lips on other lips. That's going to be awesome. So. No, living like a monk like this, I just. uh, Yeah. Screwing the same person for a year. This has been nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. It has been. I mean, but also what's cool is that everybody kind of figured it out pulled their shit together and like kept going forward. That's the thing that I really love. I mean, maybe not everybody, but the most of the people that I know, mm-hmm. it's just that thing of like, we're just going to do it. We're just going to get through. Well, that's also this. a coping mechanism. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm very much like that. I just started taking every job that was thrown at me. You know what yep. I mean? So work through it. And and now I'm tired, but still alive, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and and knowing that I'm in a much better position than a lot of people. I'm just trying to remember that. And um, also, you know, I have friends who I hate. So yeah. <laughs> life is a mixed bag. Guts. And I've told them they've come around. Hey, what are, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't fuck with you. When I said that before, <laughs> I meant it. Like you went. What I said on Twitter. Yeah. I meant it. <laughs> you went to Tulum during a surge. I don't fuck with you. And not only did you go, you posted it on the internet like you didn't care. Like, you don't even have the smarts to do shit in secret. Like, what is what is this? How much do you want likes? I don't want to be friends with losers like that. So leave me alone. I've straight up told people that. Like, I am not. No, thanks. So, yeah, the <sighs> added step of bragging about it is is uh, it's crazy. Yeah. That's like sociopathic to me. What are you there, doing? <laughs> there are those people that they can't not do it, though. There are those people that can't be private. I don't, I don't like it. Don't yeah. Like it. It's cool. That's my uh, <laughs> main gripe and fear of fame. Because people like, you know, I'm happy I got on a pilot. But it's not like now I'm like, oh, now I'm going to be famous. I'm like, oh, now I might be famous. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't. I didn't grow up wanting to be famous or even a comedian or in the business or none of that stuff. And it's, I don't like it. I don't want to become one of those people that needs likes. It's just all gives me the creep. So <laughs> really, that's interesting to me, Janelle, <laughs> because today you tweeted, let's tell people how much they mean to the, how much they mean to us while uh-huh. they're still around, starting with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that great. was, <laughs> that was a great joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
I retweeted it. I retweeted it, but I was like, I, I completely didn't see it. And what happened? And what happened is a lot of people started saying awesome things about me, and then I had to eventually close it because I got embarrassed. <laughs> Cause that's You're that's like, how whoops. I am. Yeah, I yeah. was like, ah, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I am very much um, always back and forth as far as the fame thing. Like I know I have to do not not have to. I should do social media. Yeah, that's what they tell us. And so you kind of tiptoe, and then once I get too much attention, I like I disappear. So uh, you said you didn't grow up wanting to be a comic. Did it just kind no. of suddenly? How did it happen? What did I, you want to do? I went to, I I'm, I've done everything. I was, <laughs> I've done everything. And I just, I grew up wanting to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I like used to say that, like, or I'm going to do whatever I want. Or my mother said, what are you going to be? I'll be like everything. I'm going to do everything. And that's kind of what I'm doing. But I went to fashion school. I went to Parsons. I've worked in fashion design here in New York for 10 years. And then. I moved to the Midwest with a person that I'm not going to talk about. And (laughs) (laughs) see, this is me trying to keep my personal life all the time to myself (laughs) to the Midwest. And so uh, I was there with him and not liking it and was in a grocery store uh, one day and he was in a grocery store when he knew I didn't like it. I was very much in the house with my, my kids doing a homemaker type thing, which was very out of my element from working in fashion and being fabulous. But when he proposed that we move to the Midwest, I happened to be pregnant with my second kid. And so I was like, well, might as well go be fat in the Midwest. So I that's how he convinced me. And also we had a mouse problem. Anyway, there were influences. <laughs> yeah. More than one thing. Because, you know, when I worked in fashion, my first kid, after my first kid, I had just had him and I went back to work six weeks later and my boss pointed at my body in like that diva way. You know, when I'm trying to describe it for people listening, but they like the way will swirl. Yeah. Yeah. Swirl. They, yeah. The waving finger down. And he said, <laughs> what are we going to do about this? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so that was, <laughs> I'll never forget that. And so then when I got pregnant with my other kid, I was like, well, damn, I guess I'm done in this industry. You know what I mean? Like, I really had that thought. And so. Oh, I hate that boss. Yeah. We moved to the <laughs> That's Midwest. Fashion. That's fashion. fashion, baby. That's fashion. Baby. On the catwalk. <laughs> the, the, the Scott Rudin of fashion. Anyway, that guy, it's so funny. That guy also threw something at one of his assistants. Anyway, point is. Uh, <laughs> it was a mouse. So I was very much depressed in the Midwest, two kids, like, what am I doing? Cause this ain't it. And my, my guy came home and he was like, somebody gave this to me in the grocery store and it was a flyer for an open mic. And I was like, what is this? He was like, I don't know. You always looking for stuff to do or whatever. Like you should, you should go. And for whatever reason I went, I had no idea what an open mic was. I had no idea how comedians started or I just knew Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Like, I didn't even know there were hundreds of comedians. (laughs) I didn't know you can make a living. Small time. I had never been to a comedy club, only like big, you know, theater shows. Yeah. Um, And I went and I was like, oh, this is cool. And they were like, you can. I have a very distinctive laugh. So I guess that's probably why they came over like, hey, did you enjoy? And. Uh, I was like, yeah, this is cool. And they were like, you can do it next week if you want. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you just sign up. You do four minutes. And I just, I did. Yeah. And so that, it did happen as an accident, though. That's cool. Yeah. Was that and I, like Minnesota? Where were you? What state? Or you don't Champ- know? Oh, no, this is Illinois. Oh, like Peoria or Peoria? The Jukebox Comedy yeah, Club is yeah, my that, home club. Oh, wow. That's great. That's my home club. I've, yep. I've been there a few times. I love I loved it there. Dan. Yeah. Dan Conlon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are they Across still the around or is it? He's been really true through the pandemic trying to, you know, keep it together. Yeah. But I think I think he will. It's been so much shit happened there and he's kept it going. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I like every time something happens, we all rally around him and, and keep it going. But he's been really trying to abide by the rules like he's very COVID aware and everything while everything else has been open he's been closed and so but I think he it's been there so long it would be really sad if it if it uh did close down but anyway yep that was my home club so yeah I did that open mic I obsessively did stand up after that that was my thing 
Can you remember any of the jokes you did in that first four? Oh, it was all about my dad dying. I I, I was like Lori Kilmartin, I guess, at that point. Yeah, my dad. Getting right into it. It was about it was about it was about Hayden in Midwest and and (laughs) and my dad dying. And I remember my I did a like my second year in, I did like a tournament at the jukebox comedy club and I came in second and I was like, oh, sorry. The point of the story is I was halfway there. I was driving. It was two hours to get to the jukebox. An hour into the drive, my brother called and said my dad died. And then I kept going and I did the contest. (laughs) Oh, my God, Janelle. And I got second place. And I remember everybody was like, congratulations. Like, you just started and you you got second place. And I was like crying like my dad died. Like, and then. You fucking did it anyway. Yeah. And yeah, just like a lot of things and a lot of us, I think I was doing stand up like that, trying not to think about my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, this is a new focus for me and and trying not to. I had postpartum. I didn't know that till after. Like, I just was just like I put everything in the stand up. Yeah. You know, and did so, you feel guilt? I my mom died in between shows. Uh, when oh I, wow, so and many I, people have stories like this. Yeah, it's crazy. But the show went so well. I felt <laughs> guilty. Like I felt bad. I felt like it should have not gone well, or I should have oh, been sad. But when, I was um, like, if he didn't die, I would have got first place. Yeah, yeah. Blame. <laughs> good, good. That's the third stage of mourning. <laughs> blame. <laughs> it makes perfect That's sense so to me, and probably I bet a lot of people because when. Something that monumental happens to you. You don't know what you to don't do. know what to do, but you already had your plan in place of what you want to do. Yeah. Me so not going course, is not going to make him not dead. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And you I, have this thing you're doing that like yeah. there really is something about I found, especially when I first started stand up. It was this accomplishment that really fucking I needed it. Yeah. I needed to feel like I can do a thing other people can't do. I can do a thing people are afraid to do. Yeah. And man, the whole housewife thing, if that's not your bag, it's torture. Yeah. Like for so for me to go from making my own money and working in such a fabulous environment or late school was fabulous to me at that time. I was very young. then. I got uh, I, too much personal information. But anyway, I had my kids very. <laughs> I, I had my relationship relationships and and kids. I, I don't know why I put an S on that, but uh, relationship <laughs> and kids uh, very young. And so to just be in the Midwest as a housewife, being taken care of by someone, but uh, it just what isn't me. It still isn't me. You know what I mean? So I was very fucked. It was a real mind fuck uh period of my life and so stand-up gave me yeah like freedom a, pur- a purpose a gold goals a whole new crew of white boys i had never hung out with yeah, white boys yeah. in my life and i'm still fuck with them drift if you're listening that's my boy anyway oh. yes. from the jukebox comedy club from the jukebox comedy club he's his mom used to be a stripper at the club next door oh yeah yeah i remember and he would and yeah you remember drift oh i mean i remember the parking um, lot the strip, of the strip club, club. Yeah. i didn't go inside <laughs> strip club is right next door his mom yeah, used yeah. to be a stripper there and so he, the waitresses in the jukebox used to babysit him oh, and wow. then he started doing comedy there it's it, i just loved everything and just i mean i just stand up in like sundown towns you know where they're like you got to get out of here by six like no take the money I've done stand up to like rooms full of white people that no laughter no sound just dead staring at me and I don't regret any of it like it really just gave me experiences and I think made me good in a way that if I had started in New York wouldn't be the right. same you know what I mean oh yeah so, yeah I'm always those are big muscles big muscles yeah. developed in that shit like, yeah ooh. yeah I'm, I'm always just... thankful I started in Texas because you're right when I would go to these open mics as I mean it was 20 years ago but I yeah. was like when would I otherwise be in the room with all these there's like a redneck guy and I'm yeah old there was a lot of older comics when I started and I yeah became friends with them and I don't think I otherwise would have ever even so many people I mean comedy is like that period I think yeah would we have ever met right me and you and we wouldn't have met I'm friends with so many people that I would have never even been in the same room with ever in life because of comedy it's great it's great and so so fun it makes it's that vibe at festivals when everyone's standing around and kind of like having a beer and staring at each other yeah. and it's that thing of like we all got in the door in that way we paid that yeah. ticket of our act or whatever and so we have a thing in common it's like even if I haven't talked to you yet I yeah. know we have something in common that's like we're all oh that. you're needy just like me you need applause <laughs> you're running from something 
<laughs> probably broke. Can't stop talking. Yeah. Can't stop making jokes. Right. Even when it's really inappropriate. We're both, both the same level of poor. Like it's all uh, it's all great. Are you on the wagon or off the wagon? Like it's all. <laughs> it's the constant. Every time. I miss it. Uh, anyway. Me too. When I it's went back, beautiful. I was on a show on True. And so for, I think I had True TV for a year. And I remember you, you were on some show on there where they act out your bit. Oh yeah. Laugh tracks. Okay. Yeah. And when, Man, they made us your, so much money for that. That's I why we're on that show. Uh, oh, Man. Man. I was blown away by how much. <laughs> wow, that surprised me to me. Exactly. Being you would never know. That that's the other thing. <laughs> that's the other thing about comedy. Yeah. You do the the Mark Twain, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, we're going to give you a stipend of $5. And then yeah, you yeah. do a fucking Elvis impersonation show or some shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. 500 grand or whatever. It's yeah, just yeah. It's like air. That's so great. that was one of those things where it was like, well, how much money? You know? <laughs> Yes. I just yes. really, Hell yeah. I really related to your bit about being embarrassed for people when they sing to you or being serenaded. Ah. The embarrassment <laughs> you feel for others that you had a few other examples. I don't remember. The but. wedding proposal. I get a oh, lot of Yeah, the that. public wedding proposal. <laughs> <laughs> nothing now. Or even if somebody, if, the, if a guy comes in and he tries to do that international thing where he kisses people's cheeks, yeah. I curl up in a cringe. Ball. I'm so cringe. embarrassed. And it's yeah. things that people do, but that's my favorite thing to focus on or stand up about. Of course, I'm one of those people who reads the comments, so... I get so much shit for that. Of course, men projecting onto me like she must not have a man and she must not love love. And uh, first of all, I've been sung to and proposed to and all those shits. Yeah. The point is all the shit. The point. <laughs> <laughs> Many a man has loved me, first of all. But the point of that joke was. I'm saying it from the standpoint of a woman who this is a total surprise. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I just think it's bad vibes to put somebody on a spot like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, pu- and so I always get embarrassed. It's just like, girl, no, like even if, even if you are into it, this isn't somebody who would do that without knowing it's something you want is not somebody you want to marry. It's yeah. the point of the joke, but you know, people take what they want. Well, it depends it. Yes. also on how, like my friend Henry, when he sings, it's a version of him. He's not a different person when he pulls out a guitar and sings or when Karen does it. I love right. it. But but when someone like they're talking like this and then they're like, well, I wrote a song for you. And then they're like, hey, their voice, <laughs> all of a sudden their voice changes. I'm like, my oh, thing. I can't. I think that's what my thing is the <laughs> eye contact. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like where and do that's what I, I say in a joke? What do I what do I do in my face? Am I supposed to like. Gaze at yeah. you or like look away. It's just I can't. Do, I can't you, do and also, how do you not laugh? Right. How do you? How not do you not laugh? laugh? You look yeah. down. But you sing to me. I am going to do a full investigation of your shoes. <laughs> I'm you know, just yeah, look so, at those shoes. But <laughs> just like anything, it's like well, if it was like you know whatever hot singer of the day, then maybe I would love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, but, it's all in the context. But it's not you, Brett. <laughs> not you. Don't take it personally. Not you. So. Um. Well, we should let you go. You're yay. Uh, <laughs> yay. Let me out She was celebrating <laughs> that it was a good episode. I know that. Yay. Exactly. Know, yeah. I know exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I did it. I wasn't boring or, or, or you know, whatever. <laughs> not only, not only we're not boring, we got lots of personal information. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. your business. Jeez. No, you were very good at not uh, not giving too much away. I, I, oh, the inter- the podcast where people have dug deep and they're like, in 2022, you said. I'm oh, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's an interrogation lamp on you. Yeah. I just listened to a podcast recently that I did and I loved it, but it was one of those things where I was just like, I had to stop and I was just like, I have to stop podcasting. I yeah, have to just much. telling you just get it's a very intoxicating thing when you're a narcissist. My thing is you're not going to get that info for free. You'll get my <laughs> yeah, tell all or my yeah, that's, memoir. That's some Patreon my, shit right there. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, dollars I, a month. I don't owe you shit. <laughs> uh, um, it's my real thoughts on that. You're yeah. it's, so you're how many episodes of you and danger girl are. I think it's not many, but they're, they're all that's there is amazing is what i'm saying yeah yeah but, I, I really um, like the sound of that everyone should listen yeah my goal was too. 
Great guest. Oh, 23 episodes. Wow, I did 23 episodes? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. back. Yeah. I don't stick with anything, guys. So I'm telling you. That's how many uh, Karen and I used to do in a year sometimes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm shocked myself. But I was really, I really did it with the goal of doing something that was just purely funny. Like, I felt like everyone is, not everyone, but it's a, even, uh, all comedians are like political comedians yeah. now. And yeah. Explain the news to me in a jingle and all, and I just I I do, I wanted to do something where I'm laughing with my friends. I only interview people that I talk to all the time, so yeah. that it flows very naturally. I'm not trying to be funny. Like I've had people on who I'm I just kind of know, but they they're kind of famous, and then the conversation is just like ugh, you know what I mean? So I've decided <laughs> I'm not going to do one of those like oh they're famous, let me have them on. Yeah. Karen and I have the same. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's, good it's to too it. much want people you want to talk yeah. to. Exactly. And, that you can and not to. that they aren't funny, but I've found, and again with fame, <laughs> famous people have to watch what they're saying. Yeah. It's not their fault. It's their listeners' fault for always listening to everything. You know what I mean? And so you <laughs> can just see them like censoring themselves. And I was just like, ah. And so those things, those episodes, I haven't even put them out. I'll scrap them. Well, get ready. Not for it. good enough. Get That's how good this podcast is. Only the best of the best. <laughs> this is high level podcast. I've watched whole movies for no reason. I don't even put it out. <laughs> anyway, you'll enjoy. It's a fun podcast, yeah. and I'm I'm proud of it. Well, I, hell, I'm proud I hate of to it. break it to you, Janelle, but you're going to be famous. It's going to be a oh, no. <laughs> tip going. Get ready. Um, I'm so glad we got you before your uh, skyrocket to fame. Yeah. Oh my thank God. You so, thank you so much for uh, being here with us today. Definitely going to have guest. to get some press training. Yeah. And congrats. <laughs> congrats. So on I'm the talking new... about my pussy on the view or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please let that, that be the next big move. Oh, God. <laughs> Early in the morning. It has to be. <laughs> Thanks for being on Janelle. Thank yeah, you so much awesome. for having me. You've been yeah. listening to, do you need a ride? D Y N. AR! AR. Oh, it's, I blew it. <laughs> Around anywhere, take me. <laughs> are you leaving? Or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn. Uh, with Karen and Chris.